0: in a land far, far away. Not really. Two brave souls unite. Unite to embark on a mission to review the greatest films, or at least somewhat watchable. Join in on the journey with the professionally unprofessional film critics, The Film Bros. This product is rated B for badass. Come on, man. You can get that buffed out. No, you can get that buffed out. Remember, knock and talk. Yeah, knock, knock. (laughs) Mighty PD, get down! What the hell happened to knock and talk? Hands behind your head, right now. I got this. I'm gonna penetrate this man's soul with my heart. What? Watch and learn. Sir, I realize that you're scared. You know, sometimes fear. How deep you think you got in his soul? I'm done, Mike. I'm a bit tiring. Uh Uh-oh, here we go again. You want your legacy to be muscle shirts and body counts?
1: Look at this mess! It's carnage! I didn't do all this. You didn't shoot anybody?
0: Well, come on, Captain. You know I shot some
1: people. Yeah. Fuck me!
0: These streets, I never trusted anybody but me. I'm asking you, man. Bad boys. One last time. One last time.
2: I'm the definition of half half drugs. Well, ladies
0: and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the film frequency. And it's your. We're no longer the film bros, we are the bad boys of film today that is what we are i'm here with my brother jb i'm one of your hosts ceo hayes what's going on brother
2: not much and of course i am jb the prodigal one jb thanking everybody for joining us again the film family ceo hayes bad boys for life
0: (laughs) man uh so bro i mean what's going on man what's anything new going on in your world before we start like have you gotten shot do i need to kill anybody like this whole time i'm watching this movie i'm like if somebody shot my boy I wouldn't retire. I'd have to go after that ass. Well, I appreciate that, but nah, I haven't gotten shot.
2: I'm the one shooting shots.
0: <laughs> I had a joke for that, but I'm gonna leave that
2: alone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> really? You
2: let one pass up? I don't. Wow. I don't. I don't
0: need Sima coming for me, bro. Oh damn, bro! <laughs> i, I sure she'll appreciate that. <laughs> oh man, but uh, so I guess we're here to talk about this newest film, and I have to say, at the start, as I said in my little mini review. I was pleasantly surprised by this one, bro. Pleasantly surprised.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, same here. I mean, we're going to get into it, but we've been talking. I mean, we did Grudge. You you, you know, I did uh, Like a Boss on YouTube. Those reviews, January has always, we've always said, has been a dumpster fire. And I was hoping and praying that this movie would not be that. And pleasantly surprised, it's not that. I mean, January is redeemed, finally. I don't know. See, and that's the thing. Like, I'm
0: sitting here when I watched this movie right and I'm like "All right, I was thinking about this right because I I, the movie was good it wasn't bad like I'd be I'd be shitting on it too much if I said it was bad but I do wonder if if it would release in blockbuster season around a bunch of great movies would this one have stood out
2: I think it stands out now because we haven't had nothing so far in January Um, so it does stand out it stands out because January's always been a crap month and I'm not uh, by no means am I saying like this is like top top 10 movie of 2020 or anything like that but for the crap that we normally get in january it absolutely stands out especially in this year of 2020 when we've gotten such garbage so far in my opinion at least
0: yeah yeah it's it's yeah i mean i don't know i just maybe it will stand out because of who stars in it and because it is a franchise that that we all uh, when well, I mean they say we all, but it has such a cult following and a big following, but really I'm just like, the story's very bland and we'll get into it. Like it's not anything like groundbreaking, but the, the, they were never really that, like they were never really that at all. It was always about having these two actors together and seeing what magic comes from, from them working together. And in this movie, th- th- that chemistry is still hundred percent there. And it's great.
2: While I agree with you, the chemistry is still great. I mean, we have two icons, Martin Lawrence, Uh, Will Smith, and I think if I'm not mistaken Martin had actually retired And he's coming out of retirement to do this I did not know
0: about that until uh, getting ready For this review, I did not know that he had basically officially retired it's just he didn't make a huge announcement about it so that's wild and they're already planning on doing part four so like
2: exactly so while i agree with you on the chemistry 100 i have to 100 disagree in terms of the story i think of all the bad boys this one had the most story um that i actually was involved in and i was intrigued about
0: okay and 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 maybe maybe that's just my personal taste i was not in like looking at the story as a, as a personal for these characters absolutely i think it was the best one every like the first one was okay like all of them have been very generic and this one was the least generic out of it i just don't think it would have stood out in like a blockbuster season and maybe that's just where I, I just my personal taste but you know we'll see how it does in the box novel. i think it's going to do great and it's good that it released in january
2: yeah and obviously if you haven't realized our formats by now this is going to this is just full disclosure we're going to be having spoilers all along i'm going to start right now the the first half of the movie, mm-hmm. in terms of storyline, as we know, I'm not again we we jump all over the place. So I'm gonna get right into it. We know Will got shot towards the beginning in the movie. We're trying, they're trying to find out who shot Will. That storyline is mm, that's like every other storyline that any movie could be that. However, the second part of it is what got me intrigued. I'm like, wait a minute, that the chick Isabella was his love interest, and the dude that's been trying to kill him the whole movie and kill all these people. That's his son. That's, That's when I started feel more vested.
0: And and so so the thing with that, they did make like because we're sitting here and I and we're watching and thinking they're just killing random people. There's no real way to bring it all together. And once that story came together, it was like, damn, man. And I'm so glad that they didn't give that away in marketing. Because you know, yes, if I- this would have been like as much as I love Marvel movies, Marvel usually gives away their twist in, in the last trailer before before the uh the movie comes. This one didn't do that, and the fact that we like we've been building up to this movie for like years, we've known it's coming, and that that bit didn't leak out at all. Like I didn't read that theory in any. Matter of fact, honestly. The, the trailers did a very good job at selling the action, but they didn't tell any of the story in the trailers at all. They Nothing, did not which it. was beautiful. Yeah, and, and, and I miss this. I miss the ability for movies to be able to hook you with a trailer but not give away any of the story. That way you still have a reason to come into the movie and and be surprised by what's going on.
2: Well, that's what what happens when you have an advantage of having two names like Will Smith and Martin Lawrence because the story doesn't have to be the selling point. Those two guys alone and the bad boy's name alone I think is – Enough to get people, you know, to come watch the movie. Now, when I, uh, you know, originally saw this, I'm thinking, oh, great. This is one of the guys that they killed or got arrested. His wife is pissed off and his son is pissed off that, you know, the dad was arrested or the dad was killed. Maybe John, I think the the villain's name was Johnny Tappy in part two, if I'm not mistaken. I'm thinking maybe this is his wife and his kids. I'm thinking, ah, normal storyline. But then when we got the whole, that whole arc, I'm like, okay, I'm into this. And I want to see where this goes.
0: That's just wild, man. And um what I will say like cuz I made so much fun of Martin Lawrence being in this movie that he just looked <laughs> And it's funny because I didn't know he was retired and I made the joke that he just looked like he was in bed and they were like, "Hey, you want to do another Bad Boys movie?" He's like, "I guess I exactly. can get out of bed and do it." But while the acting is not groundbreaking, he's not going to win any Oscars or be nominated for anything. I honestly think this was one of the better roles of Martin Lawrence in the last few years because it's not just funny. Like he carries almost up the most of the dramatic weight at the early part of this movie. I, I that whole prayer scene, I, I've already said was cringeworthy. Like it, that him praying mm. to God. It just, it, it, it's hard to do prayer scene. So I'm not going to come down on him too much, but because of that, but really, I don't know. This was, and it, it may be sound crazy to people to think like, A bad boys film is what gave you your favorite martin lawrence not favorite martin lawrence world but as far as just acting not being funny not comedic anything of pure acting he he showed the fuck out to me on this one
2: i agree 100 percent. and let's you know his comedic lines which was a lot of them his delivery was on point it's like martin had never stopped filming never stopped being an actor his delivery was on point every time and you know a lot of times when it comes to this franchise, Will Smith gets a lot of the shine because he's this big superstar. You know, he's the big name. Martin kind of has kind of, you know, not died away, but he's taking the back seat because Will Smith is now the bigger name. But, you know, Martin has to be given a lot of credit, especially for this movie. Like you said, the dramatic scenes, uh, again, maybe the Paris was a little cringeworthy, but the other scenes were great. You know, when Will got shot, and he ran to Will, and you know, that whole scene was. I was in it, man. Yeah. And it was because he was yeah. acting. I was in it. I was in it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They, they, I, I i just can't say enough how I thoroughly enjoyed the fact that they hid a lot of the story for us because everything in like when Will got shot, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I had. No idea that he was gonna
2: get shot. Um, but I will. But be honest, mm-hmm. did you even think for one second that he was gonna oh, die?
0: No, because I mean, too we early. Had, we had seen, it, yeah, too early. If this would have happened in like maybe Act Two, maybe you could have had me yes. a little bit more. Um, yes, but the death that we did get—that I didn't expect—the captain. Yeah, listen, when the fact that he gave like the captain has always been. In in a movie that's full of comic relief, like he's always been the funny guy. Like he shows up, he screams, he yells at them, he fusses at them, he goes away and does his thing. That scene that he had with Will right before he got shot, when he's like when he does the whole um, comparison with the horse and asking what are you gonna do, was probably one of the the better dramatic scenes. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think in the first two movies we got really any dramatic scenes. So this movie being so filled with action, yeah, and they and. This is one of those things like we always talk about how these 90 franchises come back and they like they they aren't they don't feel right. Right. Because a lot of them are reboots. This wasn't a reboot. This was a direct sequel. But they played off the fact of that we have attachment to these like the nostalgia that we have for these characters. They played it off that. So when he's giving the speech to Will Smith and then he gets shot a couple of minutes later, I'm just like, fuck.
2: It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. And honestly, I was expecting to see the same thing when Will got shot because when Will got shot, you know, they kind of flip the screen and you see like Martin crying and everybody's all sad. But in reality, they they were at at, um, at Martin's daughter's wedding, and that's yeah, what he's crying yeah. about. So I was thinking they're going to fool us again. After the captain got shot, mm-hmm. you kind of saw some people, but I'm like, oh, maybe this is going to turn into something else. And then when I saw the bagpipes playing and the guns loose, I'm like, oh, shit, he's dead. Yeah. And what th- I didn't believe th- it at th- first.
0: What do you think about like the fact that this movie is the first one in the series not to be directed by Michael Bay? I don't I don't think he like, produced. I don't think he had a place in this at all. Nothing. Do you think that that contributes because Michael Bay he makes great action scenes. I won't even say he makes great action movies. Like even some of the best Michael Bay movies are just because what he the way he bridges from action scene to action scene just keeps us hooked enough. But I think that this movie did benefit from not having him involved at all. And that's not to shit on him because he set up this franchise. He was able to bring these two together and and had the idea to do what what it ended up turning into. But I do think that it does say something that they brought in somebody who seemingly knew the characters, knew uh, the series and wanted to pay it off in a a great way. Like the writers and directors of this that they brought on get a round of applause for me because I didn't think that they'd be able to pull this off.
2: I agree. And I have to say, I, I, I enjoy Michael Bay. I've enjoyed his movies. I've enjoyed the action scenes he's directed. But this particular film was sort of refreshing because Michael Bay's stuff is so in your face. It's so high energy, high impact. This was kind of a step back. And, don't get me wrong, there were actually one or two scenes where I felt like they were kind of paying homage to Michael Bay, where you yeah. did get that in-your-face action. Because exactly. exactly. um, they wanted to kind of, I think they did it because they wanted to stay true to the Michael Bay fans, but also give something new. And for me, it was refreshing. I didn't I didn't miss that sort of action sequence, in-your-face. Yeah. Um, I enjoy it, but it was something new and something different, and I was absolutely fine with it. The movie was directed really well, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. The,
0: yeah it was directed beautifully. Cinematography in this movie is on point. Um and I do think that um cuz I had talked about like the the concept of bad boys was built around like these young hot-headed cops, right? And so yes. eventually these actors aged out of this uh of that premise. And so the fact that we it wasn't relying on action scenes makes sense for these cops who at the beginning of it were supposed to be like in what, their late 20s, maybe mid 20s, now they're fucking 40 years old. So like it makes sense that you wouldn't have a bunch of hugely action scenes. But I do want to say the scene where Will Smith goes full vigilante and he's like beating the shit out of your brother DJ Khaled. I love. I love that (laughs) scene.
2: DJ Khaled is so funny. And, bro, yeah. let me just say, I know I don't have, like, like my crisp haircut right now. But yeah. when I have my haircut, and I'm a, everyone knows I'm a chunky dude, the amount of times that people have come up to me strange, like, oh, you look like DJ Khaled. You know who that is? I'm like, oh, my God. And especially, like, when I wear my gla- my sunglasses, uh-huh. the amount of times I've been asked that. But DJ Khaled, for those three minutes he was in the movie, were funny as shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, if they do part four, I would like to see them, like, come back. To, to use him as a, as a like
2: informant or something, but, uh, absolutely. So what and your... actually, go ahead. All right. Um, to kind of piggyback on what you were saying just now, the first movie was in 95, which is just nuts that we're saying that it was yeah, 25 was it years. 95. It was 95. Shit. Part one was 95. Part two was Oh three. Okay. So even the last one was 17 years ago. So we're 25 years from one. And I love the fact that it was the same characters as part one, but not really because you didn't have, like, they were crazy, but crazy with wisdom. Okay. You didn't have you didn't have uh, Will with, like, a million girls. Although he used to look like a ladies' man and everything. You didn't have what, a million girls and do, like, all this stuff. And they show the age when they're in the middle of these action sequences and... You know, Will throws the gun to Martin. He misses yeah. it. He's like, Where are your glasses? And he puts <laughs> on the glasses. You know, they show the Asia. And of course, because again, like you said, they were in their mid-20s in ninety-five here now, they're in their early fifties, late forties, early fifties. So they did a good job of staying true to the character with age and you don't normally see that sometimes they try to stick so much with the nostalgia they try to repeat what you saw in an earlier version which is just dumb to me exactly characters age people age
0: yeah people age and it 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 makes it feel more more human in a sense really It, 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 it helps the it helps the audience to be able to to realize hey these characters have age like as much as i fucking love die hard the original die hard which you know i talk about it all the time um the the thing that they the The greatest christmas story yeah the the thing that that series always failed to do is that they wanted to keep making john mcclain this superhero and it's like this this motherfucker is 50 there's no way like he has arthritis in his hip at this point like come on let's be real um but let's talk about some of the other characters so like to get back into the story as you said like the 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 motherfucker who i don't know bro i'm still flabbergasted
2: at this shit bro I'm going to straight out say it, the villains, Isabella, and I have absolutely no fucking idea what his, her son's name is, yeah. but those villains in this entire franchise to me are the strongest villains in oh, terms yes. of um, the storyline and just everything we got. I mean, d- better than part one and part two. I just absolutely enjoy them. And when you watch movies like this, you want a strong villain yeah. because- the 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 the, the uh, stars are only as good as their villain, and I thought I thought Isabella, I think that's her name, right? Isabella was it Isabella? Isabella? Of I thought she was, yeah, she was really really strong, and she did really good. And I'm like, man, she how like pissed off at this chick at will that she's going to these lengths. I mean, first of all, this happened in Mexico. I mean, if she was in America, she would have went the American way and just sued his ass for child support. That's how you really kill a motherfucker in <laughs> the US. <laughs> but she was great, man. And the son was great and I, I just enjoyed it. What do you think about the villains? The villains like yeah, they were the the bi- villains were never a main part
0: of the st- like let me not say they're main they're the villains, so they're absolutely main part of the story, but they were never a draw. I honestly feel like if it wasn't for them trying to hide what this was in the marketing this could have been a draw for this movie because they were the best villains they they absolutely were the most dangerous the the biggest threat to them actually like really what have the villains in bad boys 1 and 2 really did not not much kidnap a girl in their life yeah kidnap a girl both movies that's it so this one this <laughs> the fact that this one was an actual threat and a personal story to, to these characters made the most sense.
2: I know. Um, the only one thing, and I think I told you this off camera after you did your, your reaction on YouTube. The only one thing that really disappointed me is when Will said, like, I've over, only ever been in love once, I was just waiting for like in the last three minutes of this movie, Gabrielle Union pops up, and like they you know, and because that was his girlfriend in part two, which is Martin's sister in the movie. But I understand where they're going with it. Obviously, it's clear. That him and the now New captain at the end of the movie They're going to hook up obviously They've had a thing throughout the whole movie I think they're going in that direction for part 4 What
0: sucks is that Gabrielle Union Currently has a TV show that she plays the character from Bad Boys Two in. I can't remember the name of the TV show. It's really, her and Jessica Alba, and it's really Michael so Bay's spinoff. Michael Bay is involved. Yeah, it's a spinoff TV series. It's, it's like it's did not know that exclusively on U Verse or AT and T something like that. I can't. Maybe it's Spectrum. It's exclusive to like one of the ca- one of the cable providers. Um, so I don't. It, of course, probably doesn't have a big a huge audience. That's probably why you've never heard of it, but. The fact that they still have it's LA's finest. That's the name of it. It's LA's finest because she moved to LA and she's a cop there and her partner's Jessica Alba. Um mm. but the fact that, that she's still playing that role from Bad Boys 2, and they didn't have her like appear, like she's referenced Even once. a cameo. Yeah, but um Martin Lawrence does reference her once because he's like, There's still something there, like she still loves you. And, but other than that, that's it. Like I expected, like fuck, have her pop up on Facetime or some shit. Like yeah. she can call to check up the on her, to check on on uh, Mike Lowry while he was in the hospital. Nothing. Like that's what I kind of expected to see her, but unfortunately, we didn't get it.
2: Unless we get it in part 4 and then we got a little catfight between the lieutenant or the captain and her that actually makes a lot of fucking
0: sense bro that makes a lot I of sense i hope like the freaking it.
2: movie's not surrounded against that are on that obviously well, no not but
0: having that as an aspect wouldn't be bad at all
2: right exactly it's a little uh, side story yeah absolutely
0: so i mean what else you got what do you want to talk about next like we talked about well
2: i want to ha- ask you not necessarily to talk about this movie but I mean, it's clear as day that we're getting a part four, obviously. Where do they go at this point? I mean, you already seen them kind of grow through one and two. Now they're at three. They're at that the old wise phase. I mean, I thought this would have been a great way to end the franchise. They're both old. He's, a, you know, um, Martin Lawrence is now a grandfather. Mike is probably going to settle down now. They're towards the end. But it, what happens now? Like, where do they go from here?
0: Honestly, if since. It, so last thing that I read is that this is projected to do about sixty to to sixty eight between sixty eight and seventy five million opening. Um, I don't know if that, I think that's just domestic counting in worldwide. This franchise still has legs. They're showing it. It clearly has like the TV show. Like I said, I honestly think it's going to be a passing of the torch
2: with who like new people or somebody from this particular film. So,
0: ammo. Do you think that Oof. they can spin that off into it's like imagine this. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence are both like getting old, right? What if Will Smith now plays the captain role to Ammo where he shows up in the movie and he only it's like a day or two worth of filming for him. He shows up. He does like he does like five scenes where he's fussing at them, but has that as the new like that, that, that that group that they have, especially having Vanessa Hudgens in it, who I know she's not a megastar, but she is a name. I could see them spinning that off into its own thing. At least trying one of them and then seeing how it goes.
2: Yeah, I think absolutely they can at least do one film. I can see it easily being like a spinoff, like a TV show type of thing. Um, and I, I know they definitely can carry at least one film. I mean, the the, the ammo, they have a, a decent cast among them. Um, the guy, the, uh, what's his name? The one I think his name was in the movie? Yeah. The, uh, the tall white dude? I mean, th- he, that dude is good. He had some good action scenes. He was like flying all over the place towards the end and shit. So, I, I think that it could be something like that where Martin and Will is more of a mentor and, you know, maybe maybe we have Will and and, um, and this would actually be a great idea if they're trying to turn, like, continue the franchise with ammo and kind of put Will and Martin into uh, the back burner. Have Will and Martin be captured or in some sort of issue and ammo has to come and save them. Yeah, I mean, um, and so... I don't well, know if that's going to happen, though.
0: I mean, so they, they are in charge of ammo at the end of this movie. So they both are in charge of, they've come out of retirement, they're in charge of ammo. So they, it's clearly, I would hope it's going to play a part in um, in part four, if they do decide to do it. Um, and yeah, I mean, it could easily spin off into his own franchise. And you know, and the thing is, is that much like with um, Hobbs and Shaw, how it's spin off of Fast and Furious, it right. can spin off, but they can really dive more into the action um, because it's a team up thing. and. There's just a lot of ways they can go about it, really. I mean, I, I I can see this franchise going, but not necessarily keeping the bad boys title because it's going to spin off into its own
2: thing. Absolutely. Now, what if I'm just throwing out all kinds of crazy shit here? But what if there was a the villain, whoever the villain was, was some sort of I don't want to say like a voodoo person, but maybe it's through technology or through a chip or something i'm thinking like they're
0: able
2: no 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 hear me out for a second i i I don't know i can't think of right now the way of how this happens but they're able to either turn martin lawrence or will smith against the other and now you have the two going at each other i don't know how they would get there but do you think it would fuck up the chemistry because they need to be together i don't think that's what people would want to see like i I just really
0: don't think that if anything they would have done that in this movie um, if they were going to do it, especially like coming back after a long break to say, "Hey, we've seen them together. Now see them at odds," I I think that that would have kind of been done. Now, I just think at this point now, the proof is in the pudding that people want to see these guys the scenes together. And if they're opposed, it's not going to really. I think that's going to jack up the chemistry too much.
2: Yeah, that's true. And then that re kind of restarts everything. And then where do you go from there? Exactly. You know. So yeah, I think we're gonna have more of them together, like you said. And um, it's gonna be them more in a mentor role because I can't see where they can go from here as continuing the same story. There are cops and they they're on another case. What case? Uh, else? Case can it be?
0: Yeah, and I mean that's the that's kind of the downside is that once these movies get to the point where they're telling very personal stories like this one told. It's really kinda of hard to continue at that point. Because like you you've 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 done now, Mike Lowry has a son and everything, like it's it's gonna be hard. I mean I'm Great and talented writers Who get paid to do this shit more than me To sit here in this podcasting room and talk about it I'm sure you can come up with a compelling story Let me not just act like it's impossible But right. I think that once you do A close personal story like this It's really kind of hard to get, get personal again So now I think with the next one They're going to have to go big again And if they get do big and do the thing I think uh, that's that's kind of going to be it Like you've, you've done it all at that
2: point Yeah well tell that to Sylvester Stallone Who's like in the middle of making Rocky 39 So And we've got everything about him Oh, I mean it's still keep bringing more like, movies Like he should have died in the last Creed Rocky He should have died, died in Rocky 4 really Well I mean
0: then we wouldn't have Creed So like I, I thoroughly enjoyed Creed Like you, do, you
2: Yeah I enjoyed Creed but it wasn't the same To me man it was not the same to me
0: No I mean it, it, and that's why I, lo- I love The fact that they titled it it's own thing And didn't like do like yes. Rocky Rocky 6 semi-colon creed or, some, or something right, like that right, because right. it really by naming it creed it's like all right this is set in the same universe but it's a completely different thing um but i digress before we, we right. can, maybe, maybe we'll do creed eventually because i i have a lot of thoughts there um but like so what do you okay let's talk i know we we said minimal we've talked really about the story and how good it is depth wise there one thing that michael bay does is bring the action we already said the director did a good job directing but do you think like every bad boys movie has that highway scene? Every single one has oh, like a part highway two. Scene or something. Yeah, that's the best. But what do you think about the action scenes in this one? Do you think that they lived up to that legacy of Michael Bay or were they different
2: and you're okay with the different? First of all, the action scenes were okay for me in this movie. They're okay, but they are not even close. Yeah. to Michael Bay styles. um, Not even close. I was okay with them because it fit with the rest of the movie. I mean, normally we get like Will and Martin that are, I know they're kind of loud in this movie, but we get them way louder in part one and two, rambunctious. They're not as rambunctious because, again, it's that age factor. So it matches that the scenes aren't so over the top as as we've seen in one and two. So I was okay with the action scenes here. Um, they're a little subdued versus one and two, obviously, but I am I was okay with that. What about you? Yeah, I,
0: I, Like I said, I came in it's a bad boys movie. So I came in expecting the action. So they kind of caught me off guard with the, with the story over action focus. But I, I think, like you said, it fit the tone of this movie. It, it, and, and I, and I, I just would really be because we're film guys. Right. So people who aren't like super big film people and who like showed up to see a bad boys movie. And when they realized that, all right, the action isn't quite what I expected here. I just wanted, I wonder if that's going to turn anyone off or is the story so good in this one that people are going to kind of be like,
2: all right, it was worth it. I honestly think true bad boy fans are going to love this movie because, the one thing that you, if you're, I'm, so first, let me just say, I'm not like this hardcore bad boys fan. I enjoy the franchise, but I'm not like a hardcore, like I am with some other franchises. So with that being said though, as a bad boy, like someone that would be a straight up hardcore bad boys fan, they're going to enjoy it Cause the things that you want to see is you want to more than anything. You want to see Martin and will and their interaction and the comedy, the action is like the icing on the cake. Sure. You don't get, as much action or so in your face as i mentioned before but the comedies and the interaction and the chemistry is there a hundred percent tenfold yeah. the comedy is great i mean i, I could like there was at least 20 30 50 i don't even know how many different times in this movie i laughed and 99 uh, percent of it was on martin's side martin was really freaking funny in this movie his delivery like i said before was on point so i enjoyed the mo- i think of all three movies for me this was easiest, easily the funniest that one the
0: thing that i was gonna that i was gonna go to like it, and I shit on on these rehashes of '90s franchises all the time. This one definitely stands out. But more than that, if we take nostalgia out of it, is this the best Bad Boys movie?
2: Fuck, keep nostalgia in. This is the best Bad, bad Boys movie. Thank you. Thank like you. even with nostalgia, I was, afraid,
0: I was I was so afraid to say that on my um my mini review because I didn't want to A, I didn't want to give it away but I didn't want it to because I know a lot of people hadn't seen the movie at that point and then like going thinking there's no way this motherfucker is crazy but really if we talk about every aspect of film the writing the directing the story like everything the acting the the performances this by far blows everything else away like as much as I love Bad Boys 1 it was the acting was kind of corny like really if it wasn't like let's just be real it was kind of corny but it was corny in that way that it was endearing corny not like turn you away corny and Bad Boys 2 Kind of just doubled down on the silliness, and like the story was kind of second. And I understand why. This one, it was just—it was a full package. It was—it's—it to me, it definitely is as a total package. It's the best Bad Boys film, and that's crazy I, to say on a franchise that's twenty-five years old.
2: I, I agree with you hundred percent. I mean, if you get a table and you put Bad Boys one, two, and three, and all these different subcategories, yeah. every check would be under Bad Boys for Life, except. As we talked about a little bit, the action, I do think one and two, uh, you know, had a little bit of action. Me personally, I enjoyed the action in part two, but outside, it's not that far off. Outside of that, every other category goes to Bad Boy for Life. The acting, the drama, the comedy, the directing, even no, again, no slight to Michael Bay. He's freaking amazing, but it was something pulled back, which I enjoyed. Now, with that being said, with the success, I don't know what the final success of this is going to be in terms of box office, because it's so early. I mean, the movie just came out a couple of days ago. Wh- wh- who's who's going to be on for part four? Because if I'm not mistaken, I think Michael Bay is part of the production team on part four. He's not directing, but I think he is producing. Okay, so
0: my, here's my thing. I think. It. And because, I, because I, I, th- I really do think Ammo is going to feature heavily in part four, I wouldn't mind if Michael Bay literally only advises on the action scenes. Like if they say, we got everything else, Mike, but we need you to come in and we need you to either direct or tell us exactly what you would do for these action scenes and then do that. And then if they can combine the storytelling of this one with the with the action scenes that Michael Bay is able to do, fucking... Give Take my money now. I'll pay, I'll prepay for my ticket right now.
2: No, and you know You just said something very interesting because if they would have did that for this movie and had Michael Bay in just for the action Sequence we would have got even a better movie don't get me wrong I, I think this movie is good, but we would have got even a better movie if he cuz the only thing lacking in this movie Like we okay not lacking but the only thing that was kind of one step behind every other category was the action scenes But we have Michael Bay Maybe it would have been a little bit different because if anybody, he knows how to do his action sequence. And sees. that's
0: one thing that I that I would. And it's funny because I I know people like purists are gonna probably think it's it's never gonna happen. Uh, I just want to make sure I it's, that I say that it's never gonna happen. But you know, how, like in baseball, you have a bullpen. Yes. I would love to see them combine directors to make a bullpen. Like you like you're better at you're better at the cinematography. So these more like dramatic scenes, man? like no, I'm saying, like come in for a movie and say, all right, this director. We're going to use for the for the character building scenes. Michael Bay, we're calling you out the bullpen for you to direct these action scenes like to 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 kind of form Voltron with directors on certain movies. Of course, given if the story, if the director can't do it all, I'm not saying, but every director kind of has their specialty. And I would love to see more. Di- and, you know, people don't want to cut up the money that way. And I understand it. But it, it's just like something that I that I think about quite often, honestly.
2: So. I just, sorry, not to, I wasn't ignoring you. I heard everything you said, but as you saw, I was kind of looking away for a second because I just wanted to check on Bad Boys 4 real quick. And so some crazy shit. Number one, so it looks like uh, Michael Bay will be returning as director and producer no, for 4. No. So I was wrong on that. I apologize. But here's some other shit. Under producer, they have Jerry Bruckheimer listed, and you just talked about like Jerry Bruckheimer is a big name. I mean, he hasn't. I don't know about shit he's done lately, but go look at that man's filmography. He's done some great shit. I know the name Jerry Bruckheimer. So these two together, that can mean great, great stuff. Well, now we were the also first two,
0: right. Bruckheimer was, was the he? first two as well. Yeah,
2: I honestly don't know, but I know he's a, he's a great name. He's a big name to have. So he wasn't in part three, and uh, as far as I know, yeah. I don't think so. Now here's another thing: we were also speculating what part four would be like or what it could be based on right now. If you go on IMDb, there are only three cast lists there. Martin will and a young boy whose name is uh young Mike. So I don't know if they're going to be taking a backstory out of this and it's going to be something more of a, a prequel or something. I don't know, but the, the kid's name is young Mike. So it's obviously Mike Lowry as a kid. So I don't know where they're going with that. Yeah.
0: Do you think that with part, if part four is the final and we say they're going to spin off into ammo, like whatever, do you think one of them has to die at the end of part, like in, in one of these films?
2: Jesus Christ, bro. What did you just ask me? I'm just saying. Like, here's the thing, like people are going to disagree. But to me, when you have and this is going to sound screwed up, but when you have a main character die, mm-hmm. there is no impact like that. Exactly. like i honestly think and i'm go- I'm taking this shit way left field titanic if jack didn't die in that movie i don't think that movie has the same impact <laughs> that's true honestly and not only that there's a ton of other movies that i can name where if the main character didn't die i don't think the movie would have as an impact so if you add part 4 with will dying or martin since martin is pretty much retired yeah. at this point almost you have martin die holy shit and we shit. have young marcus now
0: too so i mean even though it's not his son we do have young marcus so right
2: I, or I mean, his, gra- his his son-in-law yeah, also his son-in-law.
0: so I, I i do think like there's a chance i don't
2: think they would do it though i i don't think they would if do they that if they know sh-
0: for a fact it's done like i think they will only do that if they know for a fact all right we're done with that like we really want to bring this to a close then i think that they'll do that
2: yeah and to be honest let's be real we were talking about Fast and Furious. Michelle Rodriguez died in two movies later. She was back so they could do whatever they want. Uh, even if Martin dies, they could always figure out a way to bring him back. Um, but it, I could see that as well. Like Martin dies at the end of four. And now that's when you have ammo, you know, going after whoever, or, uh, you know, going after whoever did this at the end, uh, you know, to start up five and immediately people are going to want to watch that movie. Cause they're going to want to, they're going to, people are going to be like, Hey, we wanna see if they catch whoever killed Martin. That automatically vests you know, in people in the part five automatically. Well they have
0: they have to catch they have to catch who killed him. If they, one of them die, they have to catch who killed him in that same movie. Because otherwise the, the outrage, if they end on a cliffhanger like Mar like Marcus dying, bro, you gotta come out you either you either have to catch him in the same movie or or that next installment has to come six months later. Cause motherfuckers are gonna be pissed the fuck off, bro.
2: Yeah but let me tell you those same motherfuckers Would probably fill up the theaters when that shit Was released that is you don't think very so
0: true. That is very true
2: but I don't think anyone's I don't think anyone is in this day of Twitter and social media I don't Think anyone is that bold pull Stuff like that if it wasn't for The social media age I would say yes but These people know if they do that they literally Have to stay in their houses and off social Media until the next one comes out because yeah. they Will get blasted yeah Yeah
0: for sure Anything left on this one, bro? You got anything left? We've speculated on the future of the series. We kind of got really did talk about almost everything in this movie. Uh, I guess, you know, we usually like to talk about our favorite scenes or favorite moments in this movie. What was your favorite scene?
2: It'd be a slight if I had to say a favorite scene. I mean, I I enjoyed a lot of the scenes. There was nothing really, nothing really. I mean, a lot of it, um, it had to be centered around, obviously, Martin and Will and just their comedic scenes. But nothing really kind of stood out. Or anything like where I would say yes that's my favorite Scene I I don't really think I have one on this One I just enjoyed the film you know I I
0: think my favorite scene just off the shock Was when was when Mike got shot Like oh man it's so rare in movies That I'm legitimately shocked And that was when the last time I honestly think I was shocked Like that I wasn't even shocked by like Iron Man dying In Endgame because I figured that that was going to Happen at some point
2: Iron Man died
0: Yeah Um, I'm just kidding (laughs) But uh, (laughs) honestly I think at the End of Split when uh, Bruce Willis popped up as his character from uh, Unbreakable, that was the last time I was like completely caught off guard by it a scene in, in a movie and that was at was at the very end
2: so yeah i don't i don't i can't i don't even know when's the last time i've been like shocked i can't even call it but yeah i mean i don't really have i can't it's hard for me to pinpoint And even when i was watching this movie i would be like oh that's definitely gonna be like i need to talk about it. that's gonna be my favorite scene but then like something else would happen like no, no no that's gonna be my favorite scene and it kept on happening to the point where like i just forgot because it was i enjoyed all of, like you know majority of it i enjoyed
0: yeah yeah, it was just a good movie from start to finish, and I think that pretty much sums up my thoughts on this. JB, you got any last words you wanted to get into our ratings, and then we can go ahead and get the hell up out of here?
2: Yeah, man. Um, that, that's pretty, I mean, we kind of beat this movie up uh, in a good way, obviously. Yeah. But we talked about everything, we talked about all the characters, we talked about what we liked, didn't like, etc., etc. So, uh, yeah, ratings. Um, I again, like I said from the beginning, I am absolutely shocked. I, I really didn't think this was gonna be a good one. I was hoping for Will's sake that This is going to be a good one and I enjoyed it. So, my ratings I like to always, as you guys know, I like to do five stars. I'm going to say I'm going to give this one a three and a half out of five stars,
0: yeah. And for me, it is about the same, about th- close, closer to a four for me. Um, and three and three quarters, yeah, yeah, because it's just, yeah, three, 3.75. Uh, it's just it. it as a, as a fan of the franchise, I don't see how you can be disappointed. As a fan of film, if you just show up, especially in January, I don't see how you can be disappointed. I'm sure, like, on more rewatches, I'll probably have a little bit more to, like, break down and nitpick if I wanted to. But just me going in and enjoying this movie thoroughly, and and I was, because I was so, and you, you thought I was crazy, because I was telling you, mm-hmm. I, I did not think this was going to be good. So the fact that it, I got egg on my face, I'm glad to say that I did because this is the best of the franchise so far. So definitely 3.75, close to a four for me on Bad Boys for Life.
2: Absolutely. I know we have maybe three or four, maybe five blockbusters left to come on January. Is it safe to say that this is probably going to be the best release in January or is it too early to say?
0: I think it's too early to say. I don't remember what's coming towards the second half of this month.
2: We got um The Turning coming out. Um... What else do we have? Is it, I mean, it's we have a, like maybe one or two movies being released next week, okay. and that's it. I, you know, we got uh, let's see, we got Turning coming out, uh, the Gentleman Oh, we got also uh, actually some some couple decent ones. uh the Last Full Measure, but uh, Gretel and Hansel, which might be I'm really a huge forward one. To that one, I'm really, too, really so.
0: looking forward to that one. Um, remains to be seen yet. Yeah, it remains to be seen. I think that it has a a great chance of walking away with the best movie for this month. Um yeah i mean it's definitely the best movie to be released so far this year that's for sure underwater 100%. is very close behind this one for me especially because it's horror but this is this is the best total package you can get at this point in this year and i think this is really the most you the best you can kind of hope for for a january release
2: so here's my last question to you right. give me a ranking on the bad boys
0: three two just for the highway no one, I got it. Just for the nostalgia. Three, one, two.
2: Yeah, well, I, I'm pretty similar, but three, two, one is for me. I, I have to because of that high we've seen yeah. it in a lot of other scenes. So yeah, for me, three, two, one. But I think, like we said, both agree. Three is obviously the the, the top one in this franchise thus far.
0: Absolutely. Well. That's it. Uh, after you, by the time you guys hear this, you won't hear us for another week when we come in with the Keeping It Real, talking about the news. What do We, we haven't decided what our next mini-soda is going to be. We'll probably put up another poll or, or decide uh, ourselves on what's going on, but we'll be making that announcement uh, definitely by the time the next Keeping It Real comes out. But that's it, bro.
2: Yeah, let's go ahead and go into socials. Go. I can reach uh, on Twitter at the P1JB, that's at T-H-E-P-1-J-B. And Hayes And I can be followed At CEO Hayes That's at H A I Z E. You can follow us collectively
0: At The Film Bros You can also check out Our wonderful discussion group On movies At The Film Frequency Just search that on Facebook Uh, Lastly If you want to send us Any feedback, questions Comments, concerns Go to The Film Frequency Pod at gmail.com And if by chance You want to send us a voicemail You can do that at 614-547-2039 Now that is for The Breaks Media as a whole So if you're going to Leave a voicemail there Make sure you say That it is for The Film Frequency So we'll be sure to get it
2: Hayes I gotta ask you I gotta say something to you Ride together Die together Bad Boys for life Yeah! (laughs) Alright
1: Bad Boys What you want What you want What you gonna do When Sheriff John Don't come for you Tell me What you want to do What you gonna do